Hey everybody, this is Brenda Devine from Purpose 8 Institute, and you're listening to my podcast, Living a Life of Purpose, where we discuss the importance of purpose in our everyday lives. Discovering and living out your purpose keeps you focused on God's purpose. That is sharing the good news of salvation with others. This podcast is for people like me, still searching for the answers to Who am I and why am I here? You and I were designed and created by God for purpose, and we have much to do. You can listen and subscribe to my podcast, Living a Life of Purpose with Brenda Devine on Anchor and all other podcast platforms. Hey, this is Brenda Devine from Purpose 8 Institute. Hey, thank you so much for joining me once again as we talk about the journey of living a life of purpose. So today's topic is fear. And I want to have a conversation about how fear impacts the believer how we can allow fear to hem us up, to distract us, to uh, refocus us away from our purpose, to be consumed with what people think, um, say, um, just the whole element of fear, um, being uncomfortable in this new way of living this new process of your life fear is is um uncomfortable learning new things being challenged um, thinking new ways uh, initially it can be uncomfortable it can uh, for some people fear can make them just stand still and just go no I, I don't want to do, I don't want to do that. And for others, fear can push them to do things that they never thought that they would do. And when I'm talking about fear, I guess you could say that the initial fear is a negative fear. But there's also a fear of reverence, a fear of, of God that you've discovered your purpose, you're acting on your purpose, you're, you're trying to figure it out, you're trying to understand um, what God wants you to do. And for some of us, including me, it's not like you have a day-to-day conversation with God and he's telling you exactly what you need to do step by step. There is a relationship that you have and you know in this relationship with God you you have an overall understanding that he wants you to to love, to to serve, to be a disciple, to be righteous, 
to align his yourself to his will you've got that understanding that in this relationship there are things that you are to do that God expects from you um but when we are or find ourselves in a place like I did um a few years back I found myself positioned face to face with fear my my biggest fear was is money <laughs> and I'm over analytical type A personality have to analyze everything and faith doesn't allow for that and that it was a big struggle for me the biggest struggle for me was the fear of not being in control of my finances uh, fear of controlling my finances my finances which essentially is fear of me not being in control or thinking that I'm in control when really I'm not in control or I wasn't in control so um, and I know I've shared this before about um, me looking at uh, a building and making an offer on it and it was more than what I could afford and I had to um, reconcile myself to the being obedient um, to what I believe God had asked me to do. And if you talk to someone who's not a believer and you tell them that um, I've decided that I want to empty out my accounts and follow God, the first, you know, they're looking at you like, what? You're going to do what? You know, God's not asking you to do to do that, is he? I, mean, I don't know if I could do that. And I, and I heard that. Um, but it wasn't so much about me emptying out my accounts. It was more about the condition of my heart, the willingness of me doing what I believe God wanted me to do. And that fear was, it was, it took my breath away. Um, it, I, I recall not being able to sleep for two weeks, wrestling with the thought of, of, of what in my head, what my head said versus what my heart said to do. Um, and I got to the point where, I recall having a discussion with God in the shower like you know we we gotta resolve this because I can't take this anymore and the fear just had gotten to a point where I just needed to resolve it and I realized that I couldn't be who God who I believe that God called me to be without being obedient. So I I decided that I was going to to walk off that cliff and I just waited for the response. Um, so I did walk off that cliff 
and it was the scariest decision well, I guess probably the scariest decision I've ever made in my life and I walked off that cliff believing in God and he had me he took care of he took care of it and it wasn't I did I did make the offer on the house didn't get the house um but it wasn't I understood later that it wasn't about me buying the house it was more about the lesson in whether what would I choose would I choose my fear as an excuse or would I choose God would I choose losing what I thought I owned but what I really didn't own because I didn't own anything um was I gonna let fear be the excuse so I ended up um, after that I had the biggest relief after stepping out and being obedient to my biggest fear there was a huge sense of relief and then there was a huge sense of freedom freedom away from my own understanding leaning on my own understanding my my um my my system in my head that I thought that um money was a a cushion for um safety or that I had control over my life and stepping out on obedience stepping beyond the fear it gave me that that freedom um and that's the one thing that's that's something about this process of living a life of purpose you don't always know well I won't even say you won't always you never know the answer to anything um you may have a piece of the vision you may have a piece of the conversation you may be prompted but you don't know what God's full vision is. And because you don't have the answers. So human nature, you want to know the answer. So we're constantly at a struggle with our fear and our faith. So you're constantly being tugged. The, 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 the flesh and carnal part of your, of your life is, is challenged by the spiritual Uh, part of your life so there's this constant tugging Um, but that what I experienced in that freedom gave me um, something I totally did not expect which was a sense of boldness because after I got over that fear of the idea of emptying my accounts to be obedient to God. There was nothing else. um, That I needed to be afraid of because I had, I had crossed over or crossed out one of my fears. And That 
gave me um, the ability to use my gifts, use my talents, use what God gave me in different ways that I had never done before. Same person, same gifts and talents um, before with the fear. But after I had conquered that fear, those gifts and talents and skills, they just seemed to be amplified because my mindset, my, my, my thinking was, I can do what God asked me to do. Because I then I started to realize, and it, it's, it's definitely, it, it, it doesn't come all in, in one five-minute conversation or session. But I started to realize after being obedient that I really didn't have to do anything. What I needed to do was to be righteous and to follow. And follow requires walking. And walking, you're going to walk in fear. I walked in fear when I was challenged about my my finances. And along the way after that, I've had to walk through fear in other in other areas. And there's you you have a choice. You can you can stand still and go, "Okay, this is where I'm going to stay. I'm not going to grow. I'm not I, I'm going to stay right here." But the the problem is you're, you're not going to grow. You're not going to expand. You're not going to learn. You're not going to, to, um, experience new things. You're not going to be a resource for other people because you're standing still. You've essentially made up your mind that that fear, that obstacle, that challenge, that, that, that assignment that God gave you to do that test, that, it is more powerful than your faith. It is more powerful than what God has told you to do. It is more powerful than who you say you are as a believer. So fear will make you stand still. Now, for those of us who decide to go go on and walk, um, I even experienced a stalling. I was walking. Um, I've, God has given me a project to work on um, that I've been been um, working on for the last two to three years. And I would look at that project and I'm like, you gave me this to do? <laughs> I how can I do this? And then I started overanalyzing again. And then I started doubting myself. And then I started I started doubting, like, God, can I ask you for this? You know, am I worthy to act to worthy enough to ask you for this? Um, is this too big to ask for? And I found myself being I found myself walking and being somewhat obedient but I was 
there was no urgency. It was, I was taking it at my own pace, hoping that God would change his mind and I wouldn't have to do what he asked me to do. And when I realized that that was not being obedient and not being uh, aligned to God's will, I said, no, you have to do what God asked you to do. And he will, he will provide the way. He will provide the resources. He will provide the opportunities. I have to be available for those. I have to have my heart and my mind right. I have to be present with um, and ready to go and prepare myself um, for when I need to move forward. And prepare for me is reading and studying and asking God for healing and examining the condition of my heart because my heart is what's going to move me. My head is not going to move me to follow, but I needed to examine those things, those hurts, those insecurities, that pride, that anger, um, feelings that I had was still holding on to and that were keeping me from keeping me from being more open and receptive to God's word in my life and applying it to my life. So after I got to the point of, okay, look, you need to stop stalling. You need to move forward and walk in fear. Just walk. You can be afraid, but just walk. And what I found And God is so, man, it is, what I found is that when I started to examine my heart, the condition of my heart, and started clearing out um, a lot of that residual baggage, um, I found myself more open and receptive and to people and my thinking changed my speaking I, I i i i found myself that i needed i may i understood that i needed to be righteous in order to do what god had, has asked me to do so the more open i was the more receptive I was to other people. And the more open I was, the more they were drawn to me. Different people, some believers, some not, but drawn to me and me drawn to them. And as I look back on this journey that I've taken for the last two to three years on this project, um, I did not orchestrate any of it. I did not plan any of it. I've been diligently at work preparing, but I am not making those connections. I am not diligently out seeking people to connect to. Um, they are, those pathways are opening up 
by God's divine nature, his provision, his it his, his purpose is weaved throughout this journey. And I don't fully know what the end will be and that's not really the point for me to know the point is for me to just keep walking even when I don't understand um, even when I'm confused even when I don't have anyone to talk to even when I feel like I'm alone I, I just have to walk and Right now, I'm looking at the budget for this project. And before, (laughs) um, I would have looked at the numbers and like, oh, how am I going to do this? Um, And and sort of panic and and just want to just stall. But I'm not even overly concerned about it. Because I know that God is going to make a way for it. He's going to provide for his purpose. Um, And it's just flowing. It's just flowing from person to person to resource to opportunities to moments that just click. So getting over the fear um, and putting it in the right perspective, I should say, that God is in control and I'm not, that he knows what his purpose is, he knows what the vision is, and that I'm just a servant, a piece uh, in the puzzle on this journey and that there are other people who have purposes too. Believers and non-believers, they all have purposes whether they know them or not, but all of our lives are weaved together towards God's purpose and so that fear that I had two to three three years ago um, that took my breath away I don't feel that anymore I feel the peace that comes with knowing that God is in control and I'm not and there's a great freedom, a liberty in just walking, just following. There's a great liberty in that. It takes the burden off of me because it was never mine to carry. I am simply a vessel here for an appointed time to do God's purpose. So that is my story. <laughs> And as we go along, I will share more about my project and um, how I'm I'm going, I'm, how it's doing, and how I am managing it. And and uh, and when I say managing it, just how it's all unfolding. And so I just wanted to share that with you about fear, as you, as a believer, are being prompted to do God's will to do. Um, to serve him, um, whether it be in your day-to-day um, or whether it's in a project outside of your business or career or, or home life um, or whatever God has for you, um, 
that is for you to do. And that is what we are to do. We are to to follow. And how we follow is to simply walk. Even when we are afraid. So this is Brenda Devine from Purpose 8 Institute. Hey, I'll talk to you in a little bit. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on my podcast, Living a Life of Purpose on Anchor and all other major podcast platforms. To learn more about Purpose 8 Institute and our ministry of sharing the importance of purpose, please visit our website, www.purpose8institute.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and even TikTok. If you would like to learn more about purpose beyond this podcast, Living a Life of Purpose, you can also purchase one of my books that are available on my website, purpose8institute.com and also on Amazon.